Hello, all my lemons, my lemons. Hi, guys. It's Meryl Hathaway. Welcome back to the Lemon Grove. You are one of many, my friends. Join me as we hold hands and not recite the same thing over and over again. However, tell different stories from our own experiences of all the fun, fun things um, going on in your lives and mine, like depression. It's so fun, you guys. <laughs> 2018. Um, hey, remember that time a while back when you said to yourself, like, you know what? It's just been one of those years, but it's okay. And here we go to the next. And then you're like, mm, maybe I was still in transition. And now is the year that like things start. And then you're like, Ooh, maybe I just had more growing to do. And it's not quite there yet. Um, so 2018, <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, it's thrown some punches. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, which is really the only place I'm active on social media, um, which is something I do want to acknowledge in this conversation I'm going to have with all y'all. Um, and that is just that. Uh, so so if you're following me on Instagram, I posted this week uh, about my depression in a video that I received a lot, a lot of messages about. And from many of you who I've never met and um, from many really kind hearted people who uh, empathized with what I was feeling and discussing in my in my video, which is just that I was feeling really sad and I'm not really sure where the direction of my life is going to go. And and by that, I mean that, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, taking a different kind of approach to things. I'm changing my perspectives or trying to and just kind of wondering what might be um, the healthiest lifestyle for myself and my family. And, um, you know, those are just scary things to acknowledge and think about, especially when you're thinking about it, because you realize that you feel like you should be getting a lot more uh, joy out of day to day life. You know, it's like really hard to acknowledge that you're not thrilled with your day to day life. It's really hard. And when you talk to people, it's interesting when I've talked to people, especially recently and especially since I posted that message and then received message uh, you know, responses and reactions and text messages from people. And it really was um, overwhelmingly it became such a positive thing. Because I chose to make sure that in my video, I I acknowledge that I'm not in any kind of danger, that I'm safe, and I'm just going through the shits of it. You know, I really am. And to acknowledge that um, two high-profile, really successful and respected people took their own lives um, in the past couple weeks, and very soon after one another... Um, Tony Bourdain, and I say Tony because I know people who are close to him called him that, so I like to think that if there had ever been a time, I could call him Tony. But, you know, um, he was someone that I have so much admiration for. I truly do. I was one of, you know, millions of people around the world that posted about him in remembrance and also trying to acknowledge that mental health conditions are at an all-time, you know, high of, of, you know, levels of people struggling. And I think it's so wonderful to come out and be able to talk about how you're actually feeling. And social media needs to be used to actually connect people. And that's something that I feel really strongly about. So I want to talk about a little bit today. And I 
Um, in being that social media is kind of everywhere and in terms of um, business, for business reasons, you have to be out there in ways you have to try to engage uh, through social media. And I understand that. I understand the FOMO aspect of life, of the fear of missing out, that if you cancel um, an account or delete an account, that all of a sudden it's like you don't even exist. Um, I totally understand those fears. And I also understand that there is a love-hate relationship with being so addicted to social media. Like you get something out of it that keeps you coming back. And at the same time, you know that part of what you get out of it is something negative. Um, so it's really hard to break that cycle, especially when it's just so prevalent in our society. So here's what I realized and what I'm trying to do. And maybe it'll help somebody um, if you guys are kind of like on the fence about what to do about your social media. So I went ahead and deleted Facebook and I'll tell you why. When all the things started popping up about privacy practices and also um, the way that things were tampered uh, globally uh, and hit specific U.S. accounts all over the uh, the nation, I just felt like, you know what, I've been questioning how I feel about this company. I clearly um, have noticed the kind of divide it has created and the feelings sometimes of... Um, I don't feel it's tailored to me or the people that I love, I and I get frustrated on it. So I went ahead when I felt like, you know what, maybe I'm not also my information's really unsafe on here. And I said, there's no reason. I'm not getting any joy from this anymore. And I said, I'm going to delete it. And then I did. I deleted my Facebook account. I kept at the time my Instagram account. And what I said was, if you want to follow me, if this is something that's important to you, social media is the way you connect, you can find me on this one, right? So I kept my Instagram account active. And I decided that I also kind of wanted to cancel my Instagram because I found that I was walking around in life thinking about taking photos and how I would present myself. And it was just like a lot of extra work that didn't even involve taking 100 pictures a day by any means. I'm, I was never that. However, I was thinking about like how I would do it and to make sure that, you know, part of my face is in a photo because I get way more attention when there's a photo of me in um, whatever I post. If I post a photo of my gorgeous, adorable, incredible and loving beyond belief, beautiful dogs, but I'm not in the picture guys, the like count goes like way fucking down. And I'm saying curse words, not a lot, but I'm going to say a couple because this is important to acknowledge. My dogs are gorgeous. They bring so much joy. They are absolutely adorable, like most dogs. The point is, is why I have to be in that picture and somehow look, feel like I have to look cute in it. And um, I need to like represent myself fully. It's like staying on brand or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. It's so much extra effort mentally to be thinking about this. So I posted, you know what? Sayonara Instagram. I'm kind of over it. I want to look up and out and not down and in at my phone and be tapping away all day and looking at filters and me, 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 me. And I was like, I can't. So follow me on the Lemon Grove podcast um, account which is just Lemon Grove Podcast on Instagram. And I post on there about episodes and a little bit here and there. But, you know, I'm not fully on it. And I don't have nearly as many followers on there yet because it's so new. So I didn't fully get off of Instagram. And what I found, though, in trying to take a break and putting it away for a while and being off of Le Facebook was, A, I felt kind of awesome being able to 
say to someone or stop them when they tried to talk about something Facebook related and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, I won't see that. I'm, I'm not on Facebook. It felt super powerful because nine times out of 10, that person responded with like, oh, good for you. Yeah, I should do that too. I just, ugh, I don't know. I just feel like I can't, but I hate it. So I was like, I have taken power over this damn internet. I have taken power somehow over my own mental health in a small way, knowing that I've removed something negative out of my day-to-day um, felt really good. So then secondly, with Instagram, because I took a break, um, I found that I had to reach out to people more through texting and that the people that I reached out to were the ones that I really, really wanted to talk to, that I actually connect with, that know me, that follow my actual life um, in a much more personal way. And that felt really great to like connect with everybody. And everyone, it's so funny, I found that most people in my life really wanted to FaceTime, which is something I completely forget is an awesome way to connect with people. Now, I do acknowledge that we are probably all being recorded visually um, and uh, audio wise through our phones and you know what I don't I just don't really care at this point like eh, it's okay I'm fine I'm a good person I really really am I smoke weed I do I've already talked about it publicly I have no problem with it it's legal I use it for my chronic pain and for my anxiety and it's pretty damn awesome also for chillaxing and like enjoying a burger or whatever so eat it. I really don't care. Um, So FaceTiming is a super, super, super fun way that I kind of substituted taking photos and posting them and looking at my friends' photos. Instead, it was reaching out to them being like, hey, are you around for a couple minutes? And a lot of the times they were, or we set a time and then we did that. And the other thing I did was to make sure that I was following up with the people in my life that could become out of sight, out of mind, because I don't bump into them regularly, but that live near me and that are my friends who I care about. What I did was I chose to, instead of follow them and try to look up what they were doing on Instagram, I added to my calendar once a week to check in with certain people that I knew I wanted to know what was going on with and stay in touch with. And it really worked because it still allowed me to get that reminder of like, oh, yeah, I of course, I want to know what's going on. But I didn't want to know what was going on via an app or um, a site. I wanted to do it more personally. And I've found that it's continued, especially in the past couple of weeks, especially when I posted um, that video of feeling sad is that you know, all those friends that I've been reaching out to really love me and all reached out to say, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay and you know how loved you are and how important you are to me and this is what you do for me. And none of it was something that I was asking for or expected. I wanted to post about feeling sad publicly to make sure that anybody out there knows that those of us who in the past may have tried to make everything look sunny and, you know, sunshiny every day and inspire to feel positive or to, you know, keep going through your chronic issues and through all the feelings of being defeated right now. And um, when you go reach for out for help and it's hard and there's so much that feels really, again, like working against you that it's it's easy to want to post all the sunshiny stuff. But I chose to say, hey, I feel sad, too. And I totally get it. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not, I promise. But I'm feeling that way also. And if you feel like this, I totally get it. And um, and what I found was that connected to people more. And the people that I had been in touch with already already knew kind of what was going on. So they just reached out and said, I love you. And they were going to do that anyway, which is pretty awesome. And then people who didn't know what was going on and saw on Instagram, a lot of them chose to personally reach out. And that meant the world to me. 
So I just want to say that I think it's really important to use social media in a positive way, to use it in a way that can help you in all these instances. And in my case, I mean, saying that I felt pretty bad and that I was going to just be in it for the, for the moment and try to find ways to make me feel better, I opened up a lot, a lot of really wonderful, positive, emotionally fulfilling um, connections with people. Some I know and some I don't. And they chose to take time to reach out because they care, because they understand, and because I'm by no means alone in what I'm going through. And it felt pretty damn good. So I just want to say, if you are struggling, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter if you make things look sunshiny and perfect. It does not matter because nothing is sunshiny and perfect. (laughs) There's a lot of sunshine. There's a lot of things that look perfect as we would like to think of them. But perfect is bullshit. None of us are ever going to be perfect. So don't try. I am by far a very flawed human being. I try to be good, but I also try to accept my flaws and accept that I will always fight my anxiety condition and my depression and that my mental health has to come first. And when there are days that I'm sad and I feel safe and comfortable enough and brave enough to admit and talk about it, if it helped you, let me know because I'll do it again. And if there's a better way to connect or if you feel that also you want to reach out to me personally um, if you have any you know questions or anything I'm also so happy to reach out back right back to you and keep a dialogue going because that's where you're for if you're a lemon and by a lemon at this point listen you if you're struggling any we're close to I am with day-to-day um, stuff physically and emotionally then listen welcome you're a lemon and that's okay Because I've had a pretty damn great day so far. And I'm going to try to continue to make it great. And it's through the little things. Um, So I had kind of a rough week. But I did what I needed to do. And I watched some 90s TV. (laughs) um, Some bullshit reality crap. I watched some things that totally inspire me. I listened to a couple podcasts that uh, inspire me. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Chef Richard Blaze, whose podcast I just started listening to. It's really fun. Um, And I'm super uh, excited to be getting involved with a new restaurant by one of his former colleagues on Top Chef, Chef Antonia. I'm really excited about. Um, So watching those guys like rock hard on Top Chef again was so fun and inspiring. Um, all those things picked me up. My dogs, my partner in life, who I love so much. Um, we've had just like a lot of support and, uh, and have asked for help when we need it. And I feel so much better. So thank you to all of my lemon listeners. I love you guys so much. I really do. And I feel like we can make this community so much bigger and, um, open our arms continuously and say you're not alone so if you guys could do me a huge favor and just pay it forward pay it forward if you feel that it's brave to talk about things pay it forward if you know that there are people in your life that could probably use a hey I hope things are going well I'm here if you need me and I love you something anything I'm telling you it makes a difference and the people that I reached out to this past week when I felt bad they legit 
several of them came back to me and said, you have no idea how much I needed that. Thank you. And then they paid it forward. And they said other people responded the same way. So imagine if we can all do that. Kindness would be a much better way of getting through all of this. So I just want to also say that there is a major, major um, crisis happening in our country that Yes, I think we're all aware of. And no, we can't all handle the excruciating pain of what's going on with children being separated from their parents right now at the borders. But there are things that we can do. And I just want to say that being that it's Father's Day today, and um, I have a very tough uh, feeling about that in a lot of ways personally, but also have so many people in my life that are so generous as fathers that are doing an incredible job and I'm so proud of. And a lot of men that I've seen be great dads. My partner to our dogs is a great daddy. And so in honor of all the great dads and all the generous things that um, kids are doing for their dads today. Oh, and that might be somebody coming home. I just want to ask that everyone please look into donating teddy bears, books, especially books that are in Spanish, or having your kids or as kids and having your parents write letters and translating those letters into Spanish if possible and sending them to the variety of places that can receive these kinds of gifts to give to the children that are basically incarcerated right now. There's a lot of them. And in order to help them get through this until things are fixed and they are allowed to get back to their parents and out of these types of places, let's do whatever we can as the good ones to take care of them. There's a wonderful woman, comedian and actress, Deanna Russo, who's been giving me some information about where we can get all these supplies to. The guy in charge asked for us to send love to combat the hate in the form of caring letters in Espanol. You can go online, type in the same letter that you'd like to write, and it'll come back in Spanish if you just look up English to Spanish translator. Also, artwork from other children and teddy bears. We're working on getting them wholesale, but even the older kids like having teddy bears. There'll be more info soon on where to send everything. And as that information comes up, guys, I am going to update the podcast on Instagram. The Instagram podcast account is Lemon Grove Podcast. Okay, as simple as that. Um, it's the artwork for the podcast as the logo. And if you can, please, please, please find that. And I'm going to keep updating the information, okay, on where to get all the goodies to. I do know that around the country, uh, you can all do this. You don't have to be in Southern California. You don't have to be in Texas. If you want to do something, there's a good article that I found on Slate.com about it. Um, so if you go there, check out the political section, and they have an article about what you can do um, to help the children and the families that have been separated from each other uh, in terms of donations, uh, signing up, a variety of different things. But um, I would say scour the internet, uh, do a Google search and ask uh, maybe in your area where uh, if, if there, anybody is having um, donated uh, supplies to be sent and things like that, host something. Um, there's a lot we can do. So please look it up. And again, I will post information on the Lemon Grove podcast Instagram account. So 
Thank you guys so much for um, listening. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. I feel like we've done a lot of really important stuff on here. And I have a few more interviews in the can and a couple I'd love to do in the future. So um, I just ask that, guys, if you can keep sharing, thank you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe. I am so thankful for all of you. So thanks for listening. And please, for all my lemons out there, stay healthy.